Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I've got a nice cold brew coffee here in hand, and we have a lot of news to cover this morning, so let's just get right into it. Currently, the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Russell are all down. The S&P's down about 1%, the NASDAQ down about 1.9%, and the Russell index down about a percent and a half. So the market has turned south here, and that kind of makes sense because yields have been increasing over the past few days, and stocks were still rallying, but they now are pulling back a little bit. Bitcoin, Ethereum also pulling back 2%, a little bit quiet in commodities. It looked like crude was going to bounce today, but it is now flat. Natural gas still pulling back down 5%. Metal's pretty quiet overall as well. We have a lot of early gainers and losers due to earnings results, however. So we'll start with the gainers today. The big gainer today is New Relic, up almost 20% so far today. They had a pretty good earnings report. Revenues grew 18% year over year. Their gross margins improved 8% year over year. And they had non-GAAP operating income of $19 million in the quarter versus negative $11 million last year. They also had positive free cash flow. So the turnaround at the Observability Software Company is starting to bear some fruit. New Relic is guiding to about 17% growth in the next quarter. Interestingly enough as well, worth noting that New Relic management was granted some new performance shares with a two-year vesting schedule, but they've got to get the stock price above 85 for those shares to start being earned. So interesting incentives there. Carvana is also up about 20% so far today. It is looking like it's maybe in one of those squeeze moments for Carvana, up on really no news that I can tell so far. Kindrel, KD, the spinoff from IBM, also up 15% today after beating revenue and earnings guidance there. It trades at about three and a half times EV to EBITDA, but it is levered, and they have had trouble with the top line in recent quarters, but it looks like maybe that ship is turning around a little bit in the current quarter. New York Times, ticker symbol NYT, also up 14% today. They beat earnings estimates, raised their dividend a little bit. They saw subscription revenue growth of 18% year over year and also announced a new $250 million repurchase authorization. And AI stocks are still moving out there today. In fact, the ticker symbol AI, which is C3.AI, the company, is up again today, up about 5%. So we have seen this theme pushing stocks up in recent weeks, and some of these stocks on the AI watch list are definitely up today. We're also seeing Manchester United stock. Yes, the storied football club is trading publicly under ticker symbol MANU. That stock is up 14% today on rumors that the Qatari Investment Authority may be making a bid for the company for as much as $6 billion. Fortinet, the security software company, FTNT, up 12% after reporting robust earnings. Mastercraft, the manufacturer of boats, also up about 10% after reporting their earnings. They saw earnings growth of about 19%, revenue growing about 10% year over year. The boating manufacturer is still dealing with some supply chain and inflationary pressures, but overall did raise their guidance for the full year and do expect a pretty solid healthy year. They're not yet seeing a huge pullback in demand for boating, which is interesting to note. Now, Enphase stock also up 8%. The manufacturer of inverters for solar installations has been reporting robust growth for several quarters now. Uber stock up 7% today after reporting revenues grew 59% year over year, excluding currency headwinds. They reported a gap profit. However, that was due to a one-time benefit, but overall adjusted EBITDA was $665 million in the quarter versus just $86 million last year. So Uber not only seeing growth on the top line, but seeing growth on the bottom line as well. Uber is guiding their gross bookings growth to about 20 to 24% in the next quarter with adjusted EBITDA of 660 to $700 million in the following quarter. So very robust 
robust results from Uber. However, the stock has baked in a lot of that already, so the stock's only up about 2% today after a pretty big recent run. TripAdvisor stock is also up about 5% today after getting an upgrade from the Bank of America analyst. The analyst upgraded TripAdvisor due to some positivity about the Viator segment, which is their experiences booking segment. They believe that will grow strongly this year, and they upgraded TripAdvisor's share price target to $38 per share. So turning to the loser side today, we see Capri Holdings, CPRI, down 27%. They missed their earnings targets. The Retailer that owns the brands Michael Kors and Jimmy Choo, among others, saw revenues down 6% year over year due to weakness at those core brands. They guided their full year revenue guidance down to $5.56 billion from expectations of about $5.7 to $5.8. They expect fiscal year earnings per share to come in at $6.10 versus the $6.90 consensus. So pretty disappointing results there. They've still got work to do to turn around those brands' performances. Lumen, the communications company that provides fiber and connectivity to enterprises and small businesses, it's been a horrible stock looking at the performance over the past year down 70%. Today alone down 24%. If you recall, Lumen cut their dividend in the prior quarter and that was to try to deal with the fact that their free cash flows are shrinking. Those free cash flows are still shrinking and will be minimal this year as the company looks to invest for growth because the top line has been shrinking. They've been selling off divisions. And now what do they have left? Well, what they have left is not a growth business. So they're trying to turn that around. They've got a new CEO that is going after an aggressive two-year growth plan. But in the near term, not a whole lot there for shareholders. Interesting to note, also Lumen Management mentioned that they bought a couple hundred million dollars of stock back in the most recent quarter. And they said they did that not because they thought their share price was cheap, but because they wanted to give an exit to some of the ETFs that were holding Lumen just for the dividend. Very unusual capital allocation decision there from Lumen. We're also seeing Bed Bath Beyond pulling back again today. And that, of course, is due to the heavy dilution from the recent offering. Google today, down 9%. Now, why is Google down 9%? Well, it's because of the launch of the ChatGPT product within Microsoft's Bing search engine, as well as their Edge browser. So that is rolling out imminently, and there's some interesting features here. So now there is technically a waiting list for some of these products, but some people are already getting upgraded and are able to access these products. Google was out the other day saying that they've got competing projects that they're testing internally. One of those is a ChatGPT competitor called Bard. But so far, it seems like the Bard product is a little bit underwhelming, at least what's been shown to journalists. And again, Google hasn't launched it publicly, so no one's really able to try it outside of their company. So Google's still moving pretty slow. And really, the big question around Google is, is there an existential threat to Google's search market share from Bing? Now that Microsoft is really pushing forward this innovative product, is Google actually going to lose search market share for the first time in a long time? And that could be an existential threat to Google's most profitable business. The second point is there might not even need to be an existential threat to Google from losing search market share. Even if they're able to maintain market share, the profitability of search could decline dramatically due to having to incorporate some of these chat GPT-like interfaces. It was estimated that OpenAI was spending about $3 million a month 
on their ChatGPT product. And that was when they only had about one one thousandth of the query volume that Google had. So Google might see 10, 20 billion of incremental costs on top of what they're spending in search today. So that could be a real threat that could actually wipe out about 20 to 25% of the profitability of Google if they have to transition to a much more expensive model for search. So those are the threats that people are finally starting to worry about. Of course, the other issue with Google is that they have had a lot of bloat. Expenses have been growing faster than revenue for the better part of the last four quarters. Now, the fourth quarter was no exception. Even though Google is starting to finally address its headcount issues, headcount was still growing 22% in the fourth quarter versus revenue growth of just 1%. So there you can see Google has a lot of work to do to not only decrease the bloat within its company, but also to move faster and innovate faster with the AI products that it says it's one of the leaders in. So we'll see TBD there, but Google stock is down about 9% currently today. Rounding out our earnings losers here, Chipotle down just over 5% today after reporting comparable store sales growth of 5.6% in the fourth quarter. That was versus expectations of 7% plus. So it is seeing a deceleration in top line growth rates, which was a little bit disappointing to the market. Under Armour stock also down almost 6% today after reporting revenue growth of 7% excluding currency headwinds in the quarter, but North American revenue was down year over year. They also saw gross margins slip by about 6.5%, and inventory was up 50% year over year. They're guiding to a low single-digit percentage growth rate in the next quarter. Again, a bit underwhelming. We did get confirmation today that CVS will be acquiring Oak Street Health, OSH, for $10.6 billion. I don't necessarily love that acquisition given the fact that Oak Street is not yet profitable and CVS itself is trading for like 10 times earnings or 0.5 times sales versus the five times sales that they're paying for Oak Street. So they're paying about a 10 times higher multiple to acquire this company. Obviously, they think they can do some interesting things with those assets. Those are primary care assets that primarily serve the elderly population. Now, CVS did beat their Q4 earnings guidance slightly, so I believe that's why the stock is up about 4.5%. Today, we'll get a few other Fed speakers out there in the market. Yesterday, I would say that Fed Chairman Powell's speech didn't really indicate any shift in tone from what we heard at the last Fed meeting. If anything, some people thought his comments were a little bit softer, but there were some moments when he said that the Fed may have to stay at higher rates for longer than the market expects. Interesting to note that, of course. Today, we'll get a few more earnings reports coming out after the close, including Walt Disney, Affirm, Robinhood, MGM Resorts, O'Reilly Auto Parts, and a handful of others. Tomorrow, we'll have big names like PepsiCo, PayPal, Cloudflare, Lyft, Expedia, Hilton, Kellogg's, Duke Energy, and others. So still a very busy week for earnings. Still a very busy week in stocks in general. All right, everyone. Well, that about wraps us for today. But I did want to note that the Stocks and Coffee podcast is now available on YouTube if you'd like to listen there. It's also, of course, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you might want to listen or watch. But I did want to note that it's on YouTube. So go like it, go subscribe, share it with anyone you think might find it valuable. And if you have any topics or questions you want to see me cover on the podcast, as always, just hit me at StockGeekTV on Twitter and I will be happy to take your requests. Until tomorrow, everyone, I hope you have a great day. Cheers. Mm -hmm.